and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Path 11 podcast. I want to remind you listeners that if you like to actually see who I am talking to, that you can head on over to Path 11 TV to watch this wonderful interview with Kim Chesney. I am excited to bring her on the show today because we are talking about one of my very favorite topics, which is intuition. I remember the day that I woke up to know my own intuition. It was a life changer for me. So Kim Chesney is the author of Radical Intuition. Intuition. Uh, we're recording this right around the time that her book is coming out. It's coming out on Election Day, November 3rd, but you guys are probably going to see this and watch this in December. But um, she has been globally recognized as an innovation leader, and she's also the founder of Intuition Lab. I just love the name of that. Uh, her work has been featured or supported by leading edge organizations, including SXSW, Interactive, Carnegie Mellon University, Comcast, and Hewlett Packard. And she lives pretty close by to us New Yorkers. She's out in Pennsylvania. So Kim, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk about intuition with you. Yeah. I mean, intuition is just like, it's where it's at, right? When you where can really at. begin to tap into your inner knowing, your inner intuition, um, it's just the way to go. Oh, and I wanted to start off too, because you have a marvelous quote by Albert Einstein. I was going to ask Mike to put this up that you have on your website. Um, Mike, can you put that up for me so I can read it? So I absolutely love this quote that you chose, for it is intuition that improves the world, not just following the trodden path of thought. Intuition, not intellect, is the open sesame of yourself, Albert Albert Einstein. So Kim, awesome quote. I'm a big quote person. And uh, when I was scrolling through your website, I was like, I have to open the show with that because even Albert Albert Einstein says, yeah, intuition is where it's at. So so I would like you to maybe, before we kind of get into educating the audience about intuition, how to begin to strengthen it within themselves, let me learn a little bit more about you and your background. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited that you opened up with that quote because I actually started the book with that quote too because it moved me as well because it really summarizes, I think, this this kind of trend that's happening now with intuition where intuition's not just a woo thing. It's not just a spirituality thing. It's also something that's tied into science and progress and, and all of those things that are part of our life today and why it's so important for everybody to understand it, you know? So, um, and that really ties into my own journey because a huge part of my intuition journey is, uh, you know, came from the technology and sciences and I, I worked for 20 years in technology and it really taught me that, you know, intuition is starting to become this sort of holy grail, not just for our spiritual development and our personal development, but also for our businesses, for our innovation, for our progress as, you know, really globally as a people. So it ties into so many different elements of our transformation and our evolution as individuals and as a society. Um, and I really kind of, I, you know, my first book came out in uh, 2004, The Psychic Workshop, and that was really about, uh, you know, really just specific um, intuitive development 
uh, workshop where you learned all the basics, you know, we can talk about some of that today too. But, you know, this sort of last 10 years I spent building radical intuition, which was making that pivot, you know, from the spiritual aspect of intuition to applying that to all parts of our life. And that's really what I've witnessed over the last 10 years, working with some of the, like the biggest tech companies in the world, working in innovation, working in the arts. I'm an artist, so I, I really have um, a real interest in exploring the artistic um, uh, expressions and applications of intuition. So all of that has really kind of been working together to show that this is a big movement that's happening on so many levels that's bringing intuition to the forefront right now. And that's what radical intuition is really talking about. Yeah. So can you recall maybe some early life experiences where you just had that gut knowing and something had happened and it was validated for you? Um, you know, any story that you'd like to share that comes to mind? Oh, there, there's so many. I mean, I think we've all had those little, I call them calling cards of intuition. Like those little moments you have where like, I just, there's no way I could have known that and it happened or there's no way, I, I don't know why I felt this way about this person or whatever. And then they, you know, turned out to be like, not good for you. So we all have those little calling cards. And I think those are meant to sort of ignite our intuition. And one of the, the, the stories I always love to tell about this, and it really is one of the things that ignited my whole journey was when I was young and I was living in England. Um, and I went to something called the Hall Fair. And that was a traveling carnival that went all around England. And there was a woman there named Gypsy, Gypsy Rosalie. And I think she's still there. I think she still does it. It's like, you know, it was like 20 years ago, maybe even 30 years ago. I don't know. Um, and I went into her little, she had like a little, uh, I don't know, like a caravan set up with a crystal ball, like all of the theatrics, right? The theatrics <laughs> that we associate with, with intuition. And then you pay five pounds and she reads your palms. And, you know, I was a kid, I was in college, so it was something fun. And I didn't really understand intuition. And I didn't really, um, really think about it beyond just something fun to be doing with my friends. And so she, so she tells me all these things and I went home and I wrote them all down in my journal. And I remember one of the things that, that I wrote was she said, in 1994, you're going to be in a foreign courtroom and it's going to be stressful, but you're going to be doing a really good service. So just hang in there. I thought that's a really specific thing to tell someone in a, in a, in a, in a situation like this. So I wrote it down and sure enough, I'll never forget the day in 1993 when I opened my mailbox back in the United States, when I moved back home and there was a jury duty summons in my in my mailbox and it was in that moment i still remember standing i remember how, everything around me how it looked it was just so monumental for me i knew i was going to be on that journey jur on that jury i knew it with every bone in my body i was going to be on that that jury so i had this sort of intuitive pressure impression that went along with this experience this knowingness and sure enough 1994 i ended up being on a jury we were sequestered. It was like a big thing that I can't even talk about, but it was this huge experience. And it was that moment when I realized that it was 100% possible for humans to, to know things in the future. And that's big. You know what I mean? When you experience right. something like that and you say, okay, it's actually possible to know things that haven't happened yet. You know, I think I, I spent many years trying to rectify that and make sense of that and understand it. And that's sort of how the intuition journey started. And you know, that's how I started writing the psychic workshop. The first book was, you know, I worked with so many like psychics and mediums and trying to understand how it was possible and how it worked. And then once I went through that, I realized, oh my gosh, there's this whole nother level of intuition that's really, you know, evolutionary and really tied into, you know, us as human beings and our growth. So, so it's really been this wonderful journey for me of taking these 
going really to these outer limits of intuition and what it really the implications for humanity. Yeah. And so for people that might be just picking up this podcast for the first time and they had their first aha moment with their own intuition, they don't even know what's happening. And now they're seeking, right? They're searching Mm -hmm. for answers. They're finding spirituality podcasts. Um, How do you define intuition? What is our intuition exactly? Well, and that's such a great question, because I think one of the reasons why intuition is so misunderstood is because in the past, we've never had one singular defining understanding of it, right? So you hear people talk about intuition. It's a gut feeling. Other people, it's, it's a knowing. It's you tell, tele, tele, telepathy or something in the future. Right? Like, there's all these different things that we hear about intuition, and it's not wrapped up into one um, common understanding. So with radical intuition, I really, that was my goal was to do that, was to create a defining understanding of understanding of intuition that really could apply to everything. And ultimately, intuition, the way I understand it is, simply put, the complement to our intellect. You know, through we have the yin and the yang of the two sides of our brains. One brain functions, the intellectual mind functions linearly, right, deductively. And then our intuitive mind functions in a sort of what I call quantum way, where it kind of goes outside the box, it can do these magical things, it has this, these sparks of genius and epiphanies and things that we say are impossible. And that's the, the way this side, the intuitive side of our brain functions. So as we learn to balance both sides of these brains, then we become truly extraordinary. And then when you have these geniuses like Einstein and people who are capable of being super, super smart, but also super, super genius and creative and intuitive and all those magical things. So, so simply put an intuition, unlike a thought, uh, a, a rational thought is something that we simply receive. So it's an idea, an impression, or a feeling that we simply receive. So it's so easy. And that's, what's so wonderful about intuition. It's just so easy. All we have to learn to do with intuition is open up to it and, and allow it to come into our consciousness, right? And that's what we've been told not to do. And that's the big problem because most of us have been conditioned for our entire lives to think that it doesn't exist. And if we do believe in it, that it's scary or that we're going to get like possessed or like, you know, the, all those horrible things that come along with the, the fear of the unknown. So, but really it's just a part of our natural cognitive function that we have just kind of pushed down or let atrophy. So the more we open up and just allow our intuition to speak to us and honor that, then the more we start to like experience these extraordinary things and realize that there's this whole nother level of life that's happening all around us that we've been missing. Yeah, you bring up a good point too that maybe you can talk about. I know some people who have had a moment where their intuition was right on, they had this experience, and then something had happened or you know, it played out and they became scared of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'd like you to maybe talk about that. And also in conjunction with that, I'm sure you get this a lot. People will say, how do I know the difference between it being my intuition or just my mind, or I'm just mm-hmm. thinking something. And the example that I'll give sometimes is like, some people will say, well, I can't tell if it's a gut feeling, but I feel like somebody in my family is going to die. Mm. And nobody has died yet, but I'm just feeling like something bad is about to happen. And maybe nothing has actually happened, right? Because, you know, I, I told you before we hopped on that I've done I'm a mental health therapist and, you know, I work with a lot of people who are having anxiety issues, PTSD, depression, and sometimes people who tend to be more on the anxious side and also very intuitive will be very kind of scared of their intuition or they're like, I don't know, sometimes it is my intuition, other times it's just the anxious mind. Mm -hmm. And do you have any recommendations about how people can separate the intuition from the mind, 
itself. Yeah. And that really, and that is at the core of intuitive development. That is one of the, the most important things that we need to learn to do because before we can trust our intuition and follow it, we have to understand it, right? We have to know that it's something we can rely on. We have to know that it's something that's real, right? We, we can't trust in something that we like, maybe our intuition or maybe like some imaginary thing, right? So, so part of that is working through validations and getting to know what our intuition feels like. And with time and practice, you do get more familiar with it and you can start to tell the difference. But, you know, I go really deep into this in my intuition masterclass as we have a whole, uh, you know, week that we spend, you know, practicing and differentiating between these different voices in our head. Because we say we want to be true to this voice in our head, but we have to be true to the right voice in our head. That's the key, right? So we have to be listening to that high inner guidance. We can't be listening to our fears. We can't be listening to our emotions. We can't be listening to our social conditioning, right? So there's many different voices within us. And we have to align with that one true voice. That's what our intuition is. So, um, you know, first of all, ruling out emotions is one thing. People always think that, you know, say intuition's a gut feeling, but feeling's kind of a loose word like that. It's a feeling, but it's not an emotion. It's emotive. It, a feeling is something, an intuitive feeling is something that moves us or gives us information or helps us to like change or grow or evolve. It's not like scary feelings. It's not like worry. It's not anxiety. Intuition is the exact opposite of all those things. Because fear and intuition are polar opposites. They cannot exist. Intuition by nature is is a la is the exact opposite of of fear because it's it has you all of your everything that you're meant to do is and achieve in your life is the best interest of your intuition. Your intuition wants what's best for you. It doesn't gonna it's not gonna lead you to anything that's gonna hurt you or harm you ever. So if you're ever worried about being afraid of your intuition, that's your fears, that's your social conditioning, that's your emotion. There's nothing in your life that you can rely on more than your own intuition. The, the hard part is just understanding what your intuition is and getting to know it and trust it. But once you get into that place, it will never guide you to a wrong place. You should never need to be afraid of your intuition. There's nothing to be afraid of because it is truth. It is truth itself. So, you know, if you get into this place where you're afraid of something. Like, for example, I feel like something bad's going to happen. Okay. That kind of stuff happens. Your, your intuition will alert you, right? It will alert you if there's danger ahead. That's one of its jobs. But the difference is when an intuition comes, it's not going to make you feel like freaked out or paranoid or anything like that. It's still going to come from that calm place of quiet knowing, even if it's delivering information that may seem scary. That's, that's the trick with understanding your intuition. Behind it, there's always this presence and this stillness. Because um, intuition is in the stillness. It is that um, part of that ever-present being. It's the way we connect with higher truth and higher existence. So it in itself is a calmness. So there will be an accompanying calmness that comes with these experiences. So, you know, you can ask yourself, okay, I'm having an intuitive impression that this might not be a good idea to go on this trip or something. But if you start having all this anxiety about it and, some, and stuff, an emotional reaction, then there could be something else at work that's personal, right? And not necessarily intuitive. So with practice and time, it becomes easier to kind of wrap that all up and know the difference between the two. That's a very helpful um, explanation. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And another one of my teachers, I've taken a couple of intuitive development classes. And one of my teachers was also trying to help us understand the difference between an intuitive hit or something coming from our mind. And not that we're making it up, but we're overthinking it. And I remember her saying that, like, 
intuition is almost like charades. It's kind of quick flashes. It's information that comes in, not necessarily in full sentences. And Mm -hmm. I remember her saying, if you begin to start seeing that a story is developing or a lot of words are being put together, then most likely that could be the mind that is now stepped in trying to make sense of it or, um, you know, create more to what's going on. Would would you say that's been your experience or is that also a good explanation? Yeah, I, li- I, I like that. I do. The charades thing is that's kind of a, a cute way of talking about it. Um, so and I talk about in the book and this is really important uh, to talk about the mind's role in all this. Right. Because that's yeah. what we're talking about. What is the role of the mind with this intuitive process? So, you know, I break the intuitive process down into four parts. You know, the first part is like that first impression, that like intuitive impression, right? You'll get like a thought or an idea or a feeling or a sense, right? And then the second part is is resonance. And that's like, how does that resonate with you, right? Do you, do you really, are you moved by that? Does it call, is it a call to action? Is it telling you to do something? How does it make you feel? You've, you, you know, intuition is so much tied into the way you feel. And then, you know, once you get in that place where you're, you know, yeah, I've had this impression, I'm having this feeling, then the mind, now it's now it's time for the mind to come in. The mind can't come in up front, right? If the mind comes in up front, then it starts to like take over because the mind, you know, once it's involved, it's like, okay, I'm in control now. So <laughs> we have to let that intuition come in first. We have to let it resonate with us and percolate with us and get and honor it before we let our mind do its thing. And so once we get to that place, then we get into what I call discernment. And if you look up discernment, you know, traditionally through like the Catholic Church and a lot of spiritual texts, it really is very much tied into intuition. And actually the Pope wrote like a whole little book on discernment, like in the last couple of years, which is all about intuition. I was like, what? You know, so, <laughs> so, so discernment is that moment where, you know, your mind connects with your intuition and tries to sort it all out, make sense of it and help you to apply it to life. So it is very important that our mind and our intuition work together. And, you know, like there was another quote that's commonly attributed to, to Einstein that says that, you know, intuition is a sacred gift and the mind should be the faithful servant. And that, mm. whether or not he said it, I don't know, because, it's, you know, sometimes they say he didn't say that one. But it's a good sentiment because the idea is that the mind does have to serve the intuition. Like intuition is that direct connection with the truth and the higher power or, or whatever your word for God, the universe, life, whatever you call it, our intuition is our connection to that. That's how important it is. It's our direct connection to that. Um, and then our mind, it's our mind's job to take that information and help us to bring it into the world and improve the world or share the world, all of that stuff. You know, intuition wants to come through and our intu- and our mind can help that to happen. So it's, it's, it's sort of a complementary relationship like that. Would you also say that the intuition is connected to the divine intelligence, to just a higher intelligence that we aren't aware of? Because, you know, as you're talking and thinking, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, I know what intuition is, but I also feel like it it is coming from another source. And uh, when you were also talking about how to use your intuition in your work and in all aspects of your life, and that intuition wants the best for you, I think you had said earlier, mm-hmm. to me, that just reminds me of, you know, spirit, God, the universe, source energy, you know, whatever words you want to um, kind of use to describe it. But it's kind of like being, I feel like plugged in and connected, and then you're able to access that intelligence that wants to help you you know, move through your life with, with greater ease and purpose. And like you said, it's kind of like your inner cheerleader. 
Yeah, and that's a wonderful that's a wonderful description, truly. Um, you know, Yogananda Paramahansa Yogananda said that intuition is the soul's power of knowing God. Um, mm. And I think that that's that's the truth. And you know, we've also heard it referred to as the language of God. It's our way of hearing God, right? Our, our God. You know, I'm using again. I'm using the word God, like in in a, in a not in any specific religious context. You know, I, it applies to all people and all religions and all understanding of a higher power um that this is the means you know that the universe and life can speak to us directly i mean it really truly is this connecting point between um you know the higher intelligence of life and our and our mind our conscious mind you know and and i talk about sort of the three levels of intuitive consciousness and you know we live you know there's unconsciousness and consciousness and intuition is this realm of like higher consciousness and super consciousness and it gives us that ability to tap into information that is beyond, you know, right where we're at in time and space. And everything, you know, if you, I'm sure you know this, but everything has that's ever happened in the world has already happened and is out there in information that that our intuition has access to. You know, we know through science and physics that that everything there is no real time in, outside of our perception of it. So it really makes sense that there's a part of us that can access that eternal information that's always there. I mean, why couldn't we? I mean, it's there. <laughs> so, right. um, so you know, yeah. So it really is that connector. So I know that you also said that you had a technology background, but then you're also an artist, um, you know, and how that maybe those two worlds blend. But I know when I was reading your bio, it says that, you know, you've been recognized by Hewlett Packard. And I know that to be like computers and Comcast is, you know, I think they... Comcast might even be out maybe where my dad lives in Arizona. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like the, um, the cable supplier and yeah. for his internet and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, so are you, have you actually worked with people, employees in technological companies to teach them about intuition? So my pathway through intuition and in, in that whole context in technology was through creativity in the arts and innovation. So, so in terms of, you know, one of the things I realized when I heard, when I got in, into work, started working with technology and everyone was talking about intuition, um, you know, when you get into design and creativity and people are starting to realize that intuition is like the secret sauce when you are inventing, when you are um, creating a new product that's different, right? And it, it really gets into leadership and, you know, intuition marks the difference between something that's good and something that's great. Because when, when we're talking about business and innovation and that whole thing, and I actually led um, several years, I ran a, a creative business incubator, helping people to design and invent um, new creative products. So, so thinking about intuition on this level, right? So this is, this is, you know, I didn't work with companies on like, you know, meditating and mm -hmm. meeting God, right? It was about find, tapping into intuition on a very practical level so that you can create a new product that people have never experienced before that are, is going to be life-changing and world-changing in new ways and, and, and can drive you into innovation and help you to, instead of, you know, the big motto I always say is, you know, we don't, you don't follow others, you follow yourself. Right. And that's where intuition, mm -hmm. you follow that inner voice and that's how you tr become a trailblazer. And that's how you become a game changer because you're not keeping up with the trends. You know, I work with so many companies who are like, you know, I'm at board meetings and they're like, okay, we have to keep up with the trends. we got to make sure we're staying relevant. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, you don't stay relevant. Okay. That is a recipe for dying as a company. If, you're, <laughs> if your mission statement is to stay relevant, that's, that's like a death sentence. You have to get out there and lead the way and you have to do things and you have to like, 
you know, ideate and come up with these new ideas. And so intuition is such a vital part of that whole process. It's so, you know, enriching when you're, when we're talking about business and this can even be for small business owners. If you're creating a course or a program, you want to create an online course. Well, you can't just, I'm not going to go out and do the same online course everyone else is doing. You are going to go out there and create your own unique course that you serve, that you can bring your own voice to the world and bring your own energy to the world. And that's what intuition is about. Whether, you know, it's for something small or if it's something like huge, like Apple, like obviously Apple is like the poster company for, uh, you know, the poster <laughs> company for innovation. So, you know, whether you're out there and you're Apple and you're changing the world or whether you're just creating a small little, a little um, project, you know, it's about doing that, that part, you know, that doing that part that's just uniquely yours. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good uh, point for anybody that is, you know, an entrepreneur, small business owner, that sometimes it could be our fear that keeps us um, maybe back in that thought of wanting to stay relevant. And let me see what other people are doing. And well, that model seemed to work for that person. So let me try to do something similar. But I, I think that you're 100% right. I mean, things that tend to really be successful, go off the path. And, yeah. you know, they're offering something new. And, you know, I can relate to that just on the personal level of what Mike and I are trying to do with Path 11 TV. There's a lot of yeah. spirituality networks out there. And we are building something that is nothing like that. I mean, maybe some similar topics, but we're really doing something totally different. And of course, when you're kind of working with your intuition, sometimes you're like, is it going to work? I don't know if it's going to work, you know, because it can seem so far off the path. Um, so that that was really good. Uh, you know, I hope that everyone that has kind of like that business mind or an entrepreneurial mind, she just gave you something there. So you need to like rewind and listen to that. Because if anything, I think just even for myself, hearing that uh, was valuable to just break up some more of those bundles of fear that might be hiding. And, you know, does this idea sound crazy or stupid, but it feels right. But I don't know, it seems so out there. Why would why would anybody, you know, fall into or think that this would be a good product? And I'd love what you just said about those fears and you're like you're afraid to do these things and that's one of the things I always say too you know the place of intuition and, and extraordinary success is outside your comfort zone right so mm -hmm. if you're feeling that sort of oh I'm nervous to put myself out there I don't like the imposter syndrome imposter syndrome is the best right Get out there that's how you do it you know I didn't have any idea what I was doing what years ago when I was starting all this this stuff up with tech like I had no idea and I just followed my intuition that's the beauty of intuition. When you follow your intuition, you just take that next step and, and just let it unfold itself. You're turning yourself over to this higher power, but in a very practical way, you're not sitting back, I'm going to strategize all of these things and I can't <laughs> do anything until I'm this smart. And that's like, that's just not the way to do things, especially now, right? Because things move so quickly and intuition mm -hmm. is so much easier. If you can follow your intuition and be true to it, it will, the doors will open, you'll get aligned, it'll happen for you. Um, so getting outside of that comfort zone, you know, don't be afraid. To, don't be afraid to fail. Failing forward mm -hmm. is so important with intuition, right? You just get it out there. You try it. You pivot. You try something else. And your intuition will like kind of like yeah. fine tune you to the way, you know, it's kind of like honing down a sculpture to the right point. And, and it just takes time and it, and it takes uh, experimentation. And that's why I called Creative Intuition Lab. You know, I, you know, I created a lab because I want to experiment with intuition. I wanted to hack it. I want to understand it in all these different ways. And, and that's kind of what, how we do it. Cause you know, you don't have to know everything before you get out there and do it. You just, you just got to trust your intuition. 
Exactly. Do you also find that when people are following their intuition, they're listening to it, that um, things happen quickly? Um, I've experienced that with some people where I can see that they are in alignment. And then all of a sudden, it's like, this door opens, this job offer comes, this phone call comes in. And it's I've seen people say, whoa, this is like all happening way too fast. And, you know, maybe somebody's getting ready to move to Colorado or something. And it was like, well, I just kind of had this thought and I tweaked a couple of things <laughs> in my life. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, am I really going to go, you know? Um, but do you notice that there, that that is kind of, there's some sort of correlation or a really good sign to know that you're in alignment is when things tend to start to move effortlessly, easy, and quickly. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And when you're on the wrong track, when you're not following your intuition, when you're disconnected, don't be surprised when doors don't open and things don't go your way. And it's, and it's not because you're like being punished. It's because the universe is trying to turn you back to the right path, right? So it's not that there's like necessarily a wrong path and a right path, but there's your best path. And there's a path that allows you to like really fulfill your potential and give all of the gifts that you're made to give into the world. And, and if you're not on that path, your intuition is going to shut you down to try to get you to get back to it. So in those times of our life, and we're, we've all had them, you know, where we've maybe made some choices that weren't the best for ourselves, or, you know, we're in a place of confusion or, or resistance. And, you know, so we're in there, and we're wondering why the doors that we want to open aren't opening. And we're wondering why things aren't working out the way we want them to, the way our mind wants them to, the way our mind is willing it, right? The universe slows us down and life slows us down until we start listening. And it's going to keep slowing us down until we listen to our intuition, until we get back. And then when you finally, you know, have that breakthrough, you're like, Oh, this is what I need to be doing. And you get back. Then it's like you said, then it's like, yay, party time, boom, 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 doors open, change happens. There you go back into alignment. And it feels so good. And it feels so life affirming. And then you know, when you have the have the awareness to start living from that place, and just staying there, your life is so much, you know, more it's effortless. You know, it, it go, you go with the flow, literally that whole term going with the flow, right? It has a lot to do with intuition um, and, and, it, and it unfolds for you naturally. So it's really a much happier place to live. It's a, it's a more peaceful way to live and it's a real, you know, real connected way to live your life. Yeah. And for some people who love to feel in control, that can feel very out of control. <laughs> and I'm always telling people, really, it's like part of the surrender and trust, you know, and to be able to do that, that can be, you know, I think just quite a monumental place to be when you finally are ready to say, okay, I'm not in control. You show me the way, <laughs> you know, and then life really does get easier. It's so true. So let's talk a little bit more about Intuition Lab because I know our listeners, when this comes out, you're going to be starting a masterclass in January of 2021. So this yep. is going to be a perfect time for them to meet you, to learn about the stuff that you're doing. So tell us about, you know, what Intu Intuition Lab is, the masterclasses that you have, and how we can start to help people get in alignment with their intuition. Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. So in Intuition Lab, I started in 2017 as really, like I said, I kind of wanted to hack intuition experiment and really teach other people the things that I had spent the last 20 years learning. Because, you know, since my intuition started, I have been um, really trying to understand and harness the intuitive um, practices that will open up all of our intuitions is, to the best of my abilities. And I want to share that with others. So, you know, I've created a, a community 
which has a series of like entry level to, all the way to advanced certification for intuition that teaches you from the very beginning of starting to awaken your intuition and understand your intuition and just like really take those first steps intuition, into intuition all the way up to like high levels of intuitive mastery and uh, really uh, using intuition on a professional level for businesses, practitioners, people who are coaches, life coaches, um, any kind of uh, counselors, people like that really benefit from having the intuitive um, sort of guidance that comes from within during that process, even especially healing practitioners as well. So there's a lot of different programs that we offer, but they're really, all of them end up being a deep dive into intuition and we work in a group, so it's so there's live interaction with me and you know a group cohort. So we work together, and we can develop our intuition together, which is so important because when you're working with your intuition to develop it, which you know there are practices, intuitions like anything else. You the more you practice it, the better you get at it. It's like playing the piano or doing art or speaking a language. The more you do it, the better that you get. So it's really fun to have people to. Um, work with and to kind of practice with. So we have these, we create these really wonderful groups of, of people who are, who love intuition and, and practice with each other. And uh, it really helps to validate intuition and bring it into this culture of insightfulness that I talk about a lot, which is where you start to live every day insightfully. And one of the things I talk about in book in the book is how important it is. Um, you know, we, we live in a time of mindfulness now where mindfulness has really become a staple of our of our living and whether we are living mindfully to take care of our planet or whether we're living mindfully to give ourselves space and to meditate and to unplug from all of the chaos and all of the craziness of the world, which we really need right now. Um, but the step beyond this mindfulness is insightfulness, because once we get into that place of stillness, then that's where our intuition speaks. So intuition comes through mindfulness, and it's so wonderful to me. This whole mindfulness movement has really set the stage for all of us to hear our intuition and really harness that and become intuitive every moment of our life. So it's not just something we have to get out our tarot cards for or look into a crystal ball for. <laughs> it's something that it's a culture that we create. We just, every day we use our intuition in everything that we do. And, and this lab was designed to help us understand and clarify that intuitive voice and really be, get that rock solid confidence that we're following our intuition, that we know what it is. And how long is your course or how many hours are people investing in time uh, to take this? Yeah, great question. It's a six week score, six week course. We have two options, though. There's a self-study option. If you don't want to do the group thing, some people don't like it. They just want to learn on their own at their own pace. They can take it, and it's a lifetime access. So it could take them six weeks or it could take them 12 weeks, you know, whatever, you know, suits their schedule. Or if you want to be in the live cohort, that's an actual live six-week program, and we meet every week, and we have all kinds of challenges, and we practice with each other. And and so, so they're both great but different people have different preferences. So we start them both in January. And um, and then we have other level, higher level courses that follow. If you take the first one, then you can go and take the second one. And, and each one gets successively more in depth um, with the different levels of intuitive practice. Wonderful. Yeah. And so they can find this at your website, which mm -hmm. is your name, kimchesney.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, the website is so beautiful. Aww, I told you that you. I was like, Oh, my God, I love her. I haven't even met her yet. Aww. But it's just like, the colors. I mean, if 
when you look at the website, you just get the true essence, like of who you are. I, I don't know. I just, I love it. It's gentle. It's kind, it's warm. And um, yeah, I, I just think some websites too, you know, when you're choosing a teacher, sometimes you have to feel that connection, you know? Totally. So I would say if, if, any of you go to her website and you feel what I feel when I look Aww. at these pictures and just how genuine she is as a person, you know, mm -hmm. I really feel that with you, um, that you're, you're going to want to work with her. So head on over to her Aww. website, sign up. I'm so glad I haven't had a uh, chance to really talk to many people that are running, um, intuitive development courses. And I actually have some of my Reiki students that are interested in it. And I do a little bit of intuitive development, but I've never created a course for it. Um, I just basically teach them some things that I've learned in other courses. So uh, this would be great for them. And I will definitely share this as a resource with some of my clients and Reiki students. And I hope our audience, we have such a lovely audience that they are such seekers themselves. We get so much feedback from our guests that say, thank you so much for the interview. You know, some of your listeners came and purchased my course and they've, they've done a session with me and, and stuff like that. So I know we have a genuine audience of people that are really looking to, um, you know, connect with their intuition. I am sure you're going to have some Path 11 podcast listeners uh, <laughs> sign up in January. So, you know, you're wonderful. doing wonderful work and I'm so glad, um, you know, I got a chance to speak with you and meet you and you are more than welcome to come back again on the Path 11 podcast. Just keep us posted, you know, with all the stuff that you're doing. And, uh, and maybe we'll even have you over on Path 11 TV. That's a little something different that, you know, we just started this year. And it's funny, you know, your book's coming out on election day and yeah. we're we're doing more of like a party launch on 11 11 and i'll tell you it's an interesting time to launch anything during <laughs> november of 2020 so yes, it is. It's, it's been challenging <laughs> yes because other you know people are so focused on so many you know other things but, but this is just what they need right i mean that's the thing and all this time this is what we need more than anything is just to get away from all that and just yeah you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yes. Well, Kim, thank you so much again. I hope all of you enjoyed this interview. I loved it. And thank I hope you. yeah, all of you will um, head on over to her website, kimchesney.com. We'll also put that in the show notes for you guys. So thank you everyone for tuning in, for listening, for watching. And I will be with you with another guest uh, next week. Take care, everybody. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that show. And don't forget to head on over to path11tv.com. Grab your annual membership for $59. Remember, that is 40% off the regular price. So I really want you to take advantage of our launch deal of $59. You get over 75 hours of content that we have on there. So head on over to path11tv.com. Take advantage of the annual membership. All right, guys, take care.